as a way of getting us focused, anchored into the Word of God, preparing us for prayer. Church, let's go to Psalm 139, a beautiful, beautiful psalm of the faith, speaks uh, such tenderness, such uh, grace. Uh, if you are hurting, if you have heavy burdens on your heart, church, let me recommend, let me offer to you Psalm 139. It will speak to you. It's got every name, I believe, written on it. It's a psalm for us all. Let us offer these words unto the glory of God. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Amen and amen. Church, let's go to the Lord in prayer, please. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, we start this day off right, Lord, in your house in worship. Lord, we come needy, we come hungry, we come wanting. Lord, your presence, Jesus Christ, the very manna of life. Lord, we do need shepherding as people of faith, O oh God. It's very easy to get distracted. It's very easy, O oh God, to uh, fall away, to walk from the most righteous path, Lord. So that is why Scripture tells us about the great shepherd, Jesus Christ, who shepherds his flock, those who follow him, who seek him, who desire a relationship with him. For we know that Jesus Christ, our Lord, faith in him, Lord, a relationship with him, O oh God, old turns new. Hurting are healed. The blind can see. The dead are in fact raised. So a relationship with Jesus Christ, there is change, there is transformation, and it is indeed when we have a relationship with the great shepherd, with Jesus, a kingdom win. There is and there will always be kingdom value to that relationship. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that for those that need to hear this prayer, that they are accepted in Jesus Christ, Lord. If they are feeling, Lord, disconnected from Jesus, disconnected from the church, maybe the message, Lord, that they, that they need to hear is grace, to accept, O oh God, that they are accepted in Jesus Christ. If there's something, Lord, within, Lord, that is broken, that needs healing, Jesus can repair that. Lord, if you are feeling depressed, if you are out of sorts, if there is something, oh God, that we are walking through and it is a trial, it is a fire, there is tribulation, I pray, Lord, that we all know, as Scripture says, that Jesus has conquered it all. So having a relationship with the Savior, change and freedom and salvation are for all who follow and believe, believeth in him. Lord, I pray that we can all hear that message, but not only hear it, 
to receive it and to accept it. Lord, to accept this day that we are accepted in Jesus Christ. So guide us this day. Teach us this day, Lord. Bring clarity to us this day. Seeking your word, being in prayer about it, being here this morning in worship, Lord, it all counts in the kingdom. It all matters. Bless and minister to those who are ill this day, Lord, who need an encouraging word, an uplifting prayer, Lord, whatever struggle it is, both spoken and unspoken, you hear those prayers. We lift them up to you in faith, Lord. Guide, heal, and bring to us your grace, knowing, Lord, that in our hearts, let us all accept that we are accepted. Glory be to your name. And we ask this now and always in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave us the Lord's Prayer. Church, let us pray this prayer together, the model for prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Church, I'm turning now to the book of Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, verses 26 through 28. I'm going to encourage you, church, to turn to God's Word when you have a moment this afternoon or in the up-and-coming week and read through this wonderful book of God's Word. Uh, it certainly talks a lot uh, about blessings and the renewal of Israel, but this is what God, spoken through the prophet, is offering to uh, the people as a balm, as comfort uh, as encouragement this day. This text, it spoke to me this week, and I thought, Lord, you've brought me here to speak about it, to preach on it. So we ask God's blessing upon this, your word, and the proclamation of it. Hear now from the prophet Ezekiel, beginning with verse 26. I give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God, a hopeful and encouraging text for us all this day. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. So, uh, church, as I was 
thinking about, uh, about this week, about our lives, about the Word of God, and it all uh, coming uh, together for a good, encouraging, hopeful word. Uh, the, the Lord brought me here this day to, to speak about uh, the newness uh, of what God brings this day. So uh, in, my, in my study, in my researching, I, I wanted to better understand uh, a biblical definition of the word new. So in my uh, research, I, I found uh, this word, and let's, uh, let's put it up on the screen, Chadash, Chadash, say it with me, Chadash. Chadash is the Hebrew word for new, Chadash. So you can go home now, uh, you can go uh, into your workplace, you can go meet with, the, meet with the family, meet with the friends and impress them, okay, okay, you ready for this? Impress them with a Hebrew word, okay, that really has profound biblical meaning, chadash, okay, chadash. Now, let me give you a little bit of context here, okay? The idea, the concept, okay, of the word new is throughout the Holy Scriptures, both Old and New Testaments. Chadash, okay? Chadash meaning new. So just kind of doing a, a, a brief deep dive into the Old Testament Scriptures, chadash or new was used in terms of having a new song, in the Old Testament scriptures, a new moon, having a new season, having new wine, okay? Also kind of moving into the Old Scripture, uh, into the New Testament scriptures, we know that the new word, chadash, is also used in a very profound way when a new covenant in Jesus Christ is made. So the word chadash or new is significant and it is a constant running theme throughout the Word of God. So chadash means new. Now, when you think about, for instance, a new heart that the prophet is speaking about, don't think so much in terms of a heart transplant, but what is going on that is new or chadash from within, okay? From within, a newness that God can bring to you and to I from within. A new way of thinking, a new way of hearing, a new way of living. That's what's being talked about, spoken about this day. And, and, and let's just kind of think about it in practical, everyday terms. Think about it in this way, okay? You and I, having that sin nature, okay, you and I can get into a rhythm of doing the same old thing. Can we not? We get into this rhythm. We get into this mode. There's this motion of 
falling into those traps, into those snares of having the same old, for instance, sinful desires. We can have that same kind of mode of thinking, that stinking thinking, right? That negative attitude that we get wrapped up in. Or maybe it's just mistaken mishaps. And we get in to this rhythm, and man, it is weighing us down. People know it, friends know it, family knows it, and it's just this constant, same old kind of cycle. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Word of God says there's something new that can be brought to your life. There's something new that can happen within. There's something new that God can literally plant within you. And yet God wants to do this new thing in your life. Hear it again. Through the prophet's mouth, he says in verse 26, I will give you a new heart, and put a new spirit within you. Watch this. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you then a heart of flesh. Now, the context here is simply this, okay? That the hearts of Israel, they had become very Hardened. They had gotten into this rhythm, right, of moving away from God and ultimately rejecting God. Scripture says right before this particular text that, in fact, Israel had polluted their hearts. They had polluted the very land in which they lived, and they had displeased God. And therefore, when they turned from God, what happens? What happens in our own lives? Well, we get hardened, do we not? Our hearts become hardened. Our necks, Scripture says, get stiffened. Our, their hearts then were filled with stone. Listen to this. 26b said, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone, Scripture said. You see, their hearts were hardened with stone out of your flesh and then give you a heart of flesh. God ultimately, his goal, his purpose for these hardened people would be to soften their hearts, to do something new, Kadash, within them, and they would be a changed people. So I'm thinking about Israel, okay, and, and, I'm, and I'm reading this text, and I'm thinking, you know what? The same can happen. The same experience that Israel had can happen to you and I, can it not? Our hearts can become hardened. Our hearts, in fact, can be filled with stone. We get kidney stones, do we not? Okay? Think about our own hearts being filled with stones as well. Let me just give an example. Think about our hearts 
being filled with the, with the stones, for instance, of bitterness. You drop that one stone into the heart. You drop another stone, for instance, of bitterness into the heart. You drop another stone of resentment from the past into the heart. You drop another stone into the heart of a refusal to forgive. You drop another stone in this refusal to get help. Help in whatever way that help means for you. You drop these stones into the heart of any man and any woman. And then what do you have? You have a heart that is filled with stone, a stony heart. And then before you know it, you not only have a heart that is hardened, a heart that is filled with stone, you also then realize that you've put up these barriers, have you not? You've put up these barriers between yourself and between God. You've put up these barriers between yourself and your friends, between yourself and the people that you love. So you see, there are heart stones, but there are also the stones that you put up in order to protect yourself, in order to protect yourself from others in order to let something go. You put the barriers up instead. And instead of reaching out, what do you do? You just crawl within yourself. Stones in people's lives, stones in people's hearts. It's real, and it is before us. Before you know it, church, you not only have a hardened heart, you have built barriers around you. So, church, hear the text again. What are we to do with a heart that is filled with stone? God, through Ezekiel, says this, I will give you something new. Kadash, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. Church, you and I, whether we have current stones in our heart, whether we have put up barriers now or in the past or in the future, we often because we are imperfect. We resist. But listen to me. Listen to me. God always renews. Okay? I want you to hear it again. We have a tendency to resist. We have a tendency to resist help. We have a tendency to resist uh, divine help. But God is always pursuing us. God is always faithful. God is always wanting that relationship with us. God is in the heart renewal business. 
We may resist, church, but God, it is God and God alone that renews. God is making all things new. Kadash. So, one way in which you and I can practically work through these stones, work through these trials, work through these troubles, work through these barriers that we put up that are made of stone. If you're tired of these stones hurting your heart, if you were tired of these stones heavy burdening you, weighing you down literally every day, the place to start is through the power of prayer. Through the power of prayer that is practical, that cuts out all of the fancy religious language, and it's a way in which you and I can say, Lord, I've got some stones, and they hurt, and they're painful. Renew me. I am tired of resisting. Break down those barriers. Bust up those stones within my heart so that you can work something new in me. Here's the prayer, church, and I'll read it several times, and I want us to say it together. Our prayer that just pleads unto him is simply this, renew my heart. Open my heart to you. Create something new within me. Renew my heart. Open my heart to you. Create something new within me. Let's say that together and just follow along with me. Renew my heart. Open my heart to you. Create something new within me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, you are the God of new. You are the God of Kadash. You are the God who can, in fact, renew a hurting a broken, a sinful life. We see that over and over and over again in Scripture. And I want us to take that to mean that it's real and that it's truth and that there has and there will always be eternal re reward by having a relationship with you and your Son, Jesus Christ. So I pray in the name of the Savior that if we have a heart that is filled with stone, if we have created a barrier of stone between ourselves and you, ourselves, and the people we love, ourselves, and Jesus Christ, let this be our prayer. And then we will put the rest into your hands. Renew my heart. Open my heart to you. 
do a new thing in me, O Lord. We ask this, we pray this in the name of the one who is our Lord and Savior, the cornerstone, the rock in whom we must place our faith in, who will give us freedom and eternal life. That is the gift. That is the great reward that we all have to look forward to. Praise be to your name. In Jesus we pray. Amen.